So Daryl Morey went on the Mike Missinelli show yesterday to discuss the 2-5 trade situation, but in doing so, did he inadvertently slip in some of his trade plans for the next couple weeks? We are going to talk about it. Let's go. Perfect. 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 What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome back into the show. Hit the like button like always. Subscribe to the channel if you're new and hit that bell. So you get all the notifications when we drop content or go live. Shout out to everybody who came out last night to the live stream. Shout out to DJ uh, for coming on and doing it with me. You know, we were live reacting to the Mike Missinelli interview. It was a ton of fun. We're actually going to play a clip from last night from the stream uh, to show the part that I am referencing. And I think Daryl Morey kind of slipped up a little bit. You know, as I always say, he's kind of a fan as well. He's very much into this. I feel like he looks at the trade rumors. Looks at us on Twitter. He even referenced ball sack sports uh, trade proposals that obviously are kind of a mockery. But um, Daryl Morey is hilarious. And I think that he kind of slipped up and got a little bit too caught up in the fandom. Uh, and we will end up playing that clip. But first and foremost, we must discuss kind of a timeline here. Because I meant to discuss this a few days ago, but then all this news came up and Daryl decides to go on the radio out of nowhere three weeks before the deadline. So we had to cover it. But anyway, let's just go through a quick timeline of what has happened in the last couple days. So it starts out with a trade rumor from the Sacramento Bee that the Kings are pursuing DeMontis Sabonis and are uh, in, willing to include De'Aaron Fox in that trade. It would make sense for both sides, kind of a, you know, a new situation for both players. Okay, that makes sense. And I know what people are going to say. De'Aaron Fox, there's rumors that came out yesterday as well that the Kings are willing to build around De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton. Let me just tell you, at this point, with 2-5 and every other player, I don't know what to believe. So I am not ruling anything off the table until we get to February 10th, and it does not happen. I think everything is in play, and I think teams are just trying to make certain pitches, you know, and trying to get leverage. But anyway, following on that, um, this is a, a, a tweet that I put out a few months ago, and I think it's a good time to resurface this tweet, I said, in November, as you can see, November 23rd, I predicted the Kings would trade for 2-5, and I truly believe they're going to be the front runner by the trade deadline. Look, I don't know if I have a crystal ball or what, but that was the night that we played the Kings, and they were just so miserable. They were bad, and they continue to blow games. They have a plethora of young talent. They just can't seem to get it done. Um, and that's kind of where I came in, and I've, you know, I've said this entire time, I think they're going to be the front runner somehow some way and then just a couple days ago as you know these trade talks are starting to heat up this is the big one that surfaces right um well actually this was the pre-report Sam Amick putting out um and, and we talked about this before that 2-5 and Tobias Harris are being coveted by the Sacramento Kings in a joint trade I don't really think that's going to happen I don't think Tobias Harris is going to get moved doesn't seem that way to me in terms of what Daryl Morey's thinking I think he's just trying to Get this one contract out of here for a guy that obviously is not going to play or be able to raise his value. But then here's the big splash a couple days ago. Keith Pompey putting out that Sacramento has considered packaging Buddy Heal, Tyrese Halliburton, Harrison Barnes, and two firsts for Ben, Tobias, and Matisse Thibel. Quote, however, the source said the Sixers aren't interested in that package. Well, Daryl Morey kind of came out yesterday and, and threw everything up into the air. I feel like he's like 
throwing these little hint bubbles out everywhere for us to catch on to. Um, but he was dancing around. And, uh, you know, just the fact that this trade is resurfacing. I even put out a poll on my Twitter. Definitely go follow me uh, a couple days ago. And I said, would the Sixers fans end up doing this trade package? And as you can see, 330 votes. Uh, yes comes in with the majority at 58%. So people seem interested, right, in, in upgrading the roster getting these guys out, clearing up cap space for the future. I still think that the Sixers have to be in win mode. I think they have to make something happen. I don't know if I would move Tobias in the same trade with 2-5 unless we're getting a lot of picks back. I, I think um, the idea of bringing in a joint trade uh, with a three-team trade uh, would be the way to go in this situation. But let me tell you something, man. This would be a huge blockbuster and like I said back in November, I think the Kings are going to be at the top of the radar because they just can't win. They need a splash. I think they're going to kind of look for a potential upside player, most notably a forward, right, that they can come in uh, and play alongside the, the young guards that they have. They have a plethora of guards. Don't forget about Davion Mitchell and guys like that. Um, and I just see the Kings making a push. Daryl said yesterday he wanted it to be a win-win situation. I think Sacramento would be that for 2-5. Um and I think you could definitely work something out with the salaries. But anyway, let's listen to what happened last night. It was tweeted out by Ball Sex Sports. I mean, like, people were treating that like it was a real thing. I think that was yesterday. So, so like, I, I'm, I'm important to the not to Ball Sex Sports. Bro, oh my God, that's hilarious. Yo, whoever made the Ballsack Sports page, you are a living legend. You just got the president of the team to say Ballsack on the radio, man. Yo. That's an unbelievable troll. That is the troll of all trolls. Is wow. He, is that like a Sacramento Kings page? For those that don't know, there's a fake Twitter page called, or the or fake something that puts out sports articles, and it's called Ballsack Sports, and they put out like, fake trades that look real and a bunch of people retweet it, but it says ball sack sports at the top. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. I thought he, I yeah. actually thought that'd be like for like a Sacramento uh, page or something. Like, No, it's literally a troll Twitter account that, that'll put out a whole, a whole like trade scenario. And it's like breaking news. So-and-so and people retweet the hell out of it. And then you look at the top and you're like, wait a minute, that can't be real. It says ball sack sports. Daryl definitely has a burner account. There's no doubt in my mind, dude. Like, he's wow. old, oh, he does. He's got a burner account. Everybody has one. Every famous person has a burner. Account. Shout out to Colangelo, man. All right, let's hear that again. That was treating that like it was a real thing. I think that was yesterday or two <laughs> days ago. So, like, I, I'm I'm employable to not get to attach to ball tweet and treat them seriously. I mean, that is what we're dealing with, and. Look, we've had conversations with pretty much every team in the league about Ben. Uh, I can tell you for a fact that every nothing's team. gotten into, at this point, into a range. And generally, they don't get into a range of a possible deal till you get closer to the deadline. Yeah, I'm just, um, I'm just asking you hypothetically whether that would be a deal that would be good enough. So I, now you have to tell me what because it's completely he, he, healed Halliburton tell me, Barnes. Tell me, your, tell me your made up deal. The deal is healed no. Halliburton Barnes, two first round picks. You would give up Simmons, Tobias, and Thibel. Does that make sense to you? I mean, Without, is that, is, I can't. I, I will answer this as best I can. I okay. can't talk about a specific. I can tell you that for sure there are deals with the Sacramento Kings that I think would work. Uh, <laughs> 
would work. Will those deals ever happen? I have no idea. Are they just straight deals with the Kings? Probably not. Is it multiple teams? Probably. Uh, but for sure, there are deals that are possible that would go over our line. To your question earlier on Joel, uh, I do think with how great Joel is, our line has moved down a little bit. Like the how how much because Joel has lifted us into contention by his sheer will of greatness this year, that does push uh, the number of deals that we would do are more likely, if that makes any sense. It's more likely that we can find ones that get us into that top few contention. There's a better chance one happens because of how great Joel is why, why would that be? Why would that be a greater chance because of the way Joel's playing? Why would somebody be willing to give you something that you want only because Joel's playing better? It's, it's less about them. It's more about us. I'm basically acknowledging your initial question okay. earlier. Look, there's, there's, we absolutely need to get an impact player, but you know, there, there's an impact player has to be in the top 30 of the league because Joel is playing amazing and has lifted us into probably 5% plus title as just on his play. Right now we might be able to do it with a top 40 player. Who's a great fit. Okay. Does that make sense? You. Yeah. Okay. We I might be you. able to do it with, you know, it opens up possibly, or we could do it where we do it. We do it. Fox. It helps the team. It's a better fit. And maybe our future opportunities are still open because we get some draft picks as, a, uh, as part of it. So it ups our odds <laughs> enough this year. And we maybe have a draft pick or a young player who could help us into the future who might develop. So like if we got like a player of the caliber of a maxi coming back, we might be able to say, okay, we got a really solid player who's maybe not in the top 30, but he's a little bit b below that, plus a solid young player who over Joel's prime, which we're sitting in, might develop into that. So definitely a lot to digest there. Uh, the main point for me is Daryl Morey pretty much putting out there, right, that, you know, with how great Joel Embiid is playing, not only do the Sixers have to stick to that, that reported list that they had, right, the top 30 players, 25 players, but he said he might even back it down to a top 40 list now. And if you can throw in young players or draft picks, maybe those could even get rerouted to another team. It seems like Daryl is at that point where he's like, I feel the fans' frustration. He's said that himself last night. And, you know, maybe he's willing to pull something. That way we can get this situation over with. Also have, you know, a, a loaded asset so that we can potentially make a run at somebody in the offseason, but also try to contend this year um, who do you think he's referencing when he talks about a top 40 player? I have the urge, and you know what? You want to hear my prediction here? Obviously, I've said it's going to be the Kings. I believe, you heard it here first, it's going to be a three-team trade. This is just my prediction, no reporting, but I think it's going to be with the Sixers, Kings, and the Pacers. And I think by the top 40 player, I think he's referencing De'Aaron Fox. I think De'Aaron Fox, maybe Tyrese Halliburton and a couple picks, maybe Harrison Barnes, uh, you know, comes our way and, and Fox ends up going to the Pacers, Sabonis to the Kings. I don't know, but I really think it's going to be centered around the Sixers and the Kings and a third team, whether it's the Pacers or somebody else. And I think Daryl Morey is finally feeling the fact that, you know, we, we are here. We are here. We have to make something happen. And he notices the jo Joel Embiid's ascension to greatness, right? I think Daryl's going to put something together. I pray and hope he does. Even though he said it's less likely than likely, that doesn't mean anything. That really doesn't mean anything. Like it doesn't. 
That That's not even saying anything. That's just dancing around the issue. But anyway, I want to hear from you. Let me know down below in the comments section. What do you think Daryl was referencing by saying those things yesterday? And do you think he ends up pulling something off by the February 10th trade deadline? The time is ticking. We got to get something going. Let me know all your thoughts down below in the comments section. Like always, appreciate you guys for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And I will catch you on the next one. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.